the Money Trees Network podcast, a show all about African business. I'm your host, Edgar Kaba, joined by my co-host, JJ. First of all, uh, let me apologize to you guys for missing an episode last week. Uh, I guarantee you that today's episode will definitely make up for it. So um, during that one week, JJ and I had some time just to just to reflect. And we thought this week we talk about an investor's mindset. Like how all these successful guys breaking down their psychology, how they think, how they operate. And during that time we got like a few awesome examples from different investors that I think everyone should be knowing about. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be we'll be talking about invest an investor's mindset as like Edgar has said. And um yeah what they did and how they think yeah and my favorite my favorite um investor entrepreneur i'd say is mark cuban because mark cuban is a guy who who really is involved in what he's investing in. he wants to know everything about it he's um he's he's really into what he's invested in and what he's put his money into is really he's really interested in it like for example if you don't know he's the owner of um, the Dallas Mavericks that's an NBA team and Mark Cuban is a bas like he really loves basketball so yeah and he bought the Dallas Mavericks around in 2009 or 2010 there about and um he's re- he's really grown the team and um like immediately after he bought it the team bought like won a, an NBA championship the, 20, the 2011 championship and uh he's really invested a lot in that team that's a guy you can say he's he loves he loves what he he's investing in and the business he does because there's one quote that that he said that really gets me going every day he says um Sweat equity, sweat equity, is the most valuable equity there is. You should know your business and industry better than anyone else in the world. Love what you do, or don't do it. So, with what with with that, you can tell he's also uh, one of my favorite guys on the Shark Tank panel. Like when he's investing in those other two small small businesses that the shark tank uh, guys bring in he looks to incorporate um for example let's say this is season five episode say three of shark tank and a guy comes in pitch the idea and mark buys into it then you'll see a season later um he's in his um bought into another idea by a different guy and then you'll see that he's going to incorporate the business he invested in a season before into this new one that has just come so that's what i like about him um yeah so i'd say with him he really gets to know the industry 
everything about it like like he said you should know your business and your industry better than anyone else in the world like i think he's the most um vocal nba owner i've seen and he's actually one of the most involved in the in the nba and um you'll see him on 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 morning shows morning sports shows uh talk about the mavericks so yeah that's that's my that's my go to guy you know it's interesting because um my favorite investor of all time is actually Warren Buffett because he's the best investor of all time and mm-hmm. one of his quotes he says um, is that risk comes from not knowing what you're doing Mm-hmm. So I think that's in line with uh, what Mark Cuban was saying. Like you have to really know what you're investing, yeah. because um, for Warren Buffett, he talks about like um, he's a value investor. Like basically, he looks for those hidden gems, like yeah, undervalued stocks that he invests in. Like um, he invested in Apple like a really long time ago when it was really young, and all that, mm-hmm. and so he's always on the hunt for hidden gems in the market, like stocks with low prices, but really promising prospects. Like uh, that's why he bought uh, you know, Apple and Coca-Cola um, a long time ago mm-hmm. because he saw their vision and he really understood these businesses. Like he really knew how they worked. He trusted the management. Of course, uh, it was Steve Jobs by then. Mm-hmm. So basically risk just comes about from when you don't know what you're doing. Like if there's anything you want to, uh invest in per se like you really have to know it before you indulge in it like the mm. Mark Cuban was being yeah and then um also what I like about what I learned from Warren Buffett a lot is uh like the best time to invest was like 30 years ago like what I mean by this is the things that are popping now mm-hmm it doesn't it's not necessarily a good thing if you invest in them like that's just my opinion because mm. if it if they're popping now it means that they're already the like if the train has left the station already if they're already popping okay like if they're already on the news all that all that then you've already you've probably already been passed by the time like of late I've been seeing like meme stocks. You know, meme stocks have been on the rise. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. GameStop and AMC, all that. Mm. And <laughs> like those things, if you if you're investing in them after they've already been on the news, then there's nothing really there because they've already gone past, like way past. Yeah. So basically, you should just. I think you should just look look for these hidden gems like really look for something that's worth its price you know yeah like personally i think stocks like uh, tesla and apple are overpriced mm-hmm. at the moment yeah um just because the the market is just so filled with people just putting in money but right now if you buy such stocks like or even invest in such companies Mm. I don't think you'd really get much out of it, but there's a flip side to it because the innovative companies like you know Tesla is in tech, yeah, and tech is the future. So 
Tesla. Future for Tesla, but I feel like this at this point in time, the best time to invest was thirty years ago, honestly. So yeah, it's always good to be the the lucky guy, just buying mm-hmm. things that no one really knows yet yeah. before they pop off. Yeah, but like um, cause also um, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm saying yeah. Don't you think it's like mm-hmm. really hard to know? what's going to make you like 10 times richer right now like in 2009 2010 2011 it was bitcoin and crypto like if you bought if you had like bitcoin like in 2010 that's when it was it was it was it was made like at that time 209 there yeah so like oh, yeah i think I'd at that time if you had acquired Bitcoin in like 2010, you wouldn't really know its value in the future. And um, like at that time, like a hundred Bitcoin was not as much as it is right now. So the question is like, how do you know? How do you know what 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 you should invest in right now? Like, like what is what is there? I, mean, I feel like this. There's like everything. May I feel like everything has been exploited. Okay, not everything, but a lot has been exploited. And um, okay, see, to me, it's really mm. the issue. The issue is with cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Like you can't really, you can't really put put a value on it because yeah. it's just it's just pure speculation at this point. Honestly, like. You see, with other investments, you can gauge. Yeah. Like, true. you see, the crypto, it's pure risk. Like, literally, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, it's like that in every investment. But true. in crypto, it's like, it's much more volatile. Yeah. Like, you really can't tell. Also, like, cryptocurrencies are such a huge gamble. But mm. people have paid off, like, the world's first crypto billionaires are these twins called called the Winklevoss twins. You should check mm-hmm. them out. Actually, they these to work for this. They filed a lawsuit against Mark Zuckerberg actually, mm-hmm. and they won sixty million dollars. Wow. It's it's in a movie called The Social Network by the. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should check it out. Yes, yeah, so they got a settlement of sixty million dollars from Mark Zuckerberg, and they wanted to invest that money, but no one wanted to take their money. Like all these startups that needed money didn't want their money, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. So they invested in crypto. They bought Bitcoin when it was like hundred and twenty dollars. Wow. They put like eleven million in crypto. Then uh, they started a cryptocurrency farm called Gemini, which is actually pretty popular now. If you're into crypto, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know Gemini. Yes. So they invested. They invested in crypto went to like in bitcoin it was 120 dollars and right now as we speak it's sitting at around 33,000 us dollars yeah, so that brings in their net worth to like 4 billion per, per twin wow yeah so it's like massive. that's just saying the best time to invest was 30 years ago yeah but you see like it's some things it's just pure speculation like they didn't know mm-hmm. that bitcoin was going to be so huge i'm sure True, because I mean, okay, in in different different 
there are so many things you can invest in, you know, but all of them, you just really have to know what you're doing. You just really have to know yeah. what it's about. For something like stocks, you need to do a, you need to read the fundamentals, you know, mm. like those, those uh, price to earning ratios, the dividend yields, things like those. Also, yeah. you need to trust the management. Like you have to make sure it's tough. they have a good management, mm-hmm. like you know things like those. So yeah. you, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. But then now with the advent of technology, yeah. things like these are made much easier. Mm-hmm. Also, um, if you really wanna get into investing, I think the best, the best book that I've read to learn just what to do is uh mm-hmm. this book called rule number one by uh, phil town i got phil it town, i got yeah. the ebook of just textbook center yeah, yeah i just got it online mm-hmm. of textbook center it was like 250 but that's that for mm-hmm. me was my hidden gem mm-hmm. oh it's a great book like it really takes you from zero like it clears a lot a lot of myths and it talks about several things from you know like uh mutual funds and dollar cost averaging like it's really really informative like it clears all the bases it doesn't leave you um blank because filtown is like really easy like everyday language like it's it's pretty simple to read yeah i mean that's a book i definitely Mm -hmm. recommend anyone who's trying to get into investing to read that book also uh, most of these investors what they're really good at is being patient um and they start young i look at warren buffett and he started investing when he was in his teens and mm-hmm. with the power of compound interest nowadays yeah if you start really early like that's it's really to your benefit even if with the small cash savings you have the power of compound interest makes it in like uh makes it that in like 20 to 30 years Mm-hmm. it'll be set it'll be set for retirement basically mm-hmm. like um if you just take your time to go on those compound interest websites and then you see if i started this money and then i put this one every month at this rate let's say like i don't know seven percent that's that's like the average rate yeah for 20 to 30 years you'll just see how much you love and you'd be amazed what compound interest can do for you so the best thing is to start young because um as a young in there's really no risk for you you can really you can invest in uh, very risky things with almost no no like uh repercussions because for those of us who are fortunate to have like well of parents who can support you in, in case of anything like even if you made money and then you lose it all I mean, you'll still eat and sleep in your parents house like it's it's no difference so that's the advantage of a young person you can venture into so many different things and then just test yourself out like put yourself to the limits so that you really find what you're good at and then once you niche down that's how you become now financially independent when you really know what you're really good at and you perfect it and you just do that for the rest of your life then i think you'd be set up for success so um today's episode was shorter than usual uh 
if you have any suggestions always remember to hit us up and uh hope you've enjoyed hope you've learned something as always it's been edgen jj thank you for listening to this episode of the money trees network podcast if you have any feedback or anything you want to tell us our socials are at money trees ke on twitter and instagram also if you're listening on apple podcasts uh please give us a five star rating as it will help us grow our reach see you on the next one